0: You know what you should never do is invite somebody to eat that says they're, they're just not hungry. Have you ever done that? Huh? They eat more than anybody else. <laughs> I'm not very hungry, but I'll go ahead and sit down and eat. Uh, turn with me to 2 Timothy, chapter 1. I'm just going to give you enough to... Uh, make you mad at me for bringing it up and uh, let the Lord deal with the rest and then we'll finish it some other time. Okay. 2 Timothy chapter 1 and verse 7. A very familiar verse to you, I'm sure. For God has not given us a spirit of fear but of power, and of love, and of a sound mind. Now that scripture says that He didn't give us one thing, but He gave us something else, right? Which means what? We're going to have it or what? We have it, right? For God has not given us the spirit of fear, so therefore, but He has given us power, don't you like that? Don't you like the idea that he's given us power? Huh? And love? Isn't that something that you really desire? Huh? And a sound mind. Now, I want to talk about the last one. Okay? I want to tell you what it really means. What that word really means. You ever looked it up? Find out what it really means? It means discipline, self-control. Aren't you glad I brought that up? It says we have it, by the way, self-control. Now we may not exercise it. Now having it and exercising it is something else. I may have a car sitting in my garage and walk everywhere I go. We have it. Now, would you turn with me to Galatians? Chapter 5. It says in verse 22, But the fruit of the Spirit... And, folks, let me tell you something about fruit. You don't try to get fruit. You have fruit. Fruit's just there. You ever seen an apple tree try to have an apple? Huh? If you get real close and listen, they're just straining. You can just hear them just straining, trying to have an apple. What do they have? apples the most natural thing for an apple tree to have is an apple now if you ever saw an orange on one now it's really strange to get an orange on it but it's saying two things here right before this that the works of the flesh is one thing and it calls it works but it does not call the other one works of the spirit it's the fruit of the spirit If you've been born again, you have living inside of you the Holy Spirit. And that Holy Spirit in you is producing, or going to produce, in you His fruit. What He is is what's going to come out. Remember the verse that I've said it two or three times? I've heard Ricky say it to you two or three times. Romans 8 we're predestined to be conformed to the image of Jesus we're going to be like him and um, so it says that the fruit of the spirit is love joy peace long suffering gentleness goodness faith meekness, and that word is self-control. I want to say something else about the fruit of the Spirit. If you'll notice, and we often say it, quote it wrong, it is the fruit, singular, of the Spirit, not the fruits of the Spirit. It doesn't mean that one has love and another one has joy, another one has peace, another one has long-suffering, etc., it means that each one of us, the very fruit, what the Holy Spirit is, is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faithfulness, meekness, and self-control. That's what it is. That's what he is. Those are godly characters. Okay? Got that much? Now Let's go to Second Peter, chapter 1. And uh, verse 3 says, According as His divine power has given unto us all things... That pertain unto life and godliness. Did you hear what that said? Didn't it sound like the other two things that we've read already? That we have the fruit of the Spirit. Right? He's not given us the spirit of fear, but he has given us already love, power, and discipline, self-control or sound mind. However you want to say it, it sounds better to you. And this says, according as His divine power has, has already given unto us all things that pertain unto life and what? Godliness. Now why don't we live godly? Why tonight don't we have self-control. You know, I'm waiting for the time that somebody stands up in testimony and says, I thank God that I have self-control. You ever heard that in the testimony meeting? I praise God that I've got... Did you know that I can? It doesn't mean that... But can't you say that I have Jesus, huh? Do you feel like it all the time? No. Do you act like it all the time. No. Can you say it? Yeah. Does it be- depend on you acting like it and feeling like it, or the fact that He is there? And these scriptures says that you have what? Self control. I know this is very painful to us, you know. I think one of the one one thing that we don't ever want anyone us any anyone to tell us is that we have to do something. We we're meddling, you know. Have you ever heard of anybody meddle? You know the thing I, I hate Shirley to tell me worse than anything else? For her to tell me that I'm not doing something that the Lord just got through telling me I wasn't doing. You know? I get angry at her because I'm stubborn against God and won't do it. It goes back to this thing of rebellion that we've been talking about lately. I have tonight, according to the scriptures that I've just given you, self-control. I just don't operate in it. I just don't obey it. I want to do, still do, what I want to do I want to do my thing and you know what that is saying to me if I've got self control that that means that everything God shows me in my life that is not brought under his control can be brought under his control Anything that I need to stop doing, I have got the power to do it through Him. It's saying that there's not one sin in my life that I can't quit. Hear what I'm saying. There's not one sin that I can't. I didn't say there's it, not one sin that I, I uh, have quit. You know, what we end up doing, doing it on purpose, because we like it. We enjoy sinning. We enjoy, we enjoy our sin, and we hope we get by with it. And we make ourselves believe we're getting by with it. And the, one of the ways that we make ourselves believe it, first of all, if we're still at this point. As long as nobody saw us do it. That's okay. I have in times past, as a pastor, going up to a house and knock on the door and the curtain or shade peek up at you and you hear all kinds of movement in there. You know what they're doing? They're putting up their things. Hiding them. As if when I saw it, I was going to tell God. If I didn't see it, it was okay to do it. You know? So that's one reason. One way is that we just, um, as long as nobody sees it. The other way is to justify it. And say this, I don't see anything wrong with it. Who are we to decide whether it's right or wrong anyway uh we we're we're afraid to find out what God says about it, so we can decide whether it's right or wrong. And then if anybody teaches on our sin, you know what they are huh there's a there's a huh. Meddling is right. (laughs) They're a fanatic, you know. Or another word we use very, uh, a little bit more um, spiritual is um, that they're just legalistic. They're legalistic. sin. Sin. And the one that really knows what it's seen in your life is you. There's things in my life I'd like to get rid of, and you know I could ask myself tonight, "Why don't you?" I mean, after this message, I just have to say, "Then why don't you?" You know what? I'm going to have to answer myself. If I don't, I don't want to. I'd rather stubbornly rebel and stay in my sin. And that, That's the only conclusion you can come to. Because He has given me the power of self-control in my life. You know what it said about Daniel? <coughs> Daniel, it says, he purposed in his heart that he would not eat the food that was given to him. He purposed in his heart. And if you and I ever purpose anything in our heart, well do it. Every one of you somewhere along the line in your lifetime has decided that you were going to be something, or that you was going to save up for something, or that you was going to work for something, or that you was going to get some, something, or somebody, you know. I purposed in my heart that I was going to get Shirley. It took me three years. Of her saying no, 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 no. If I would go after everything else in my life the way I I did her, I'd I'd have victory all the time. Why? Because it wouldn't take no for an answer. But we've got the purpose in our heart about the things that God is showing us in our life And the way we purpose in our heart is to have our minds renewed. Now, that's another message. And I told you that it was gonna be short. And I'm gonna keep it short. Isn't that enough to carry home you? Huh? Ain't that too much? <laughs> you know what? All week long we're not gonna have an excuse. We took it away, didn't we? We're gonna to have to know. We gotta to to know we'll have to know that we have self-control. And it is up to us to choose with our will. Knowing that it's backed up by God's power because He's given us that self, uh, self-control in order to accomplish it. And that when we don't do it, we can know that we have rebelled at that point against God. Heavy in it. You know, I think some of the simplest and shortest are the worst. I think when you give me about thirty things to remember when you preach, I can pick out the one I like. You know? And forget the others. Can't remember it. God has not given you the spirit of fear. He has given you Love, power, and what? Self-control. Daniel, of all people, put in a position where he couldn't go out and buy what he wanted to eat. He was set there subject in, in captivity, having to eat what they gave him. And yet in that condition... He purposed in his heart not to eat that and ask permission to have something else. And God honored that in his life and gave it to him. And you know what I end up doing? I end up looking for every excuse why I don't have to do today what I purposed in my heart Well, it can apply this in a lot of ways, a lot of places. And uh, if I was to name three or four things, uh, it may not even bother you. Things that name bother me. But what bothers me doesn't bother you. But what doesn't bother me bothers you. We've all got our. Places in our life that we need to exercise self control. No excuse. Now, back to the beginning. God has not given us a spirit of fear, but love, power, and discipline, or self control. The Lord having given it to you, has given you the strength to carry it through. He didn't leave you to your flesh to try to do it. May I suggest something? Don't promise your flesh that you quit doing something that you don't like to do. Don't say, well, I'm going to quit so-and-so. Go to the Lord and say, Lord, you told me this is wrong. I can't stop it. But you promised me, you promised me self-control in this area. And I'm going to rely upon you to give me the strength to do it. If you go out to making promises and try them out, the Lord will make sure that you fail because he does not want you to be successful in the flesh if you are ever successful in the flesh you will rely upon the flesh and trust it Everything I've ever promised promised God's been a failure but I was going to do better but everything I've surrendered to God He's done a good job with it you understand the difference good well next week when we have testimonies (laughs) remember this next week next Sunday night we're going to come in here having breakfast says, boy guess what God give me victory over this won't we huh <laughs> no amen well we can folks we can we can come back victorious next week Okay? Amen. Let's pray, shall we? Father, we thank you tonight that you've given us this. Father, without it, we'd be hopeless, a hopeless mess. We wouldn't have victory over anything. We would still be wallowing totally in our sins and not having any victory in anything. And Father, tonight, every one of us could give testimony, could give testimony of what you've changed in our life. And I just pray, Father, that this week, as we apply it to our lives and know now that we've got a strength and a power behind us to finally get rid of that thing in our life, that we're going to hear testimony of victory. And I just praise you for it.